You're listening to Stuck in Traffic with Russ, the podcast I record when I'm stuck in traffic. And my name is Russ. Thanks for clicking play. I really appreciate it. You know, my day job requires quite a bit of driving. Obviously during the day while everybody else is driving too, so sometimes I find myself stuck in traffic. Except these times I record deep thoughts about the world, the way it works, things we can do to make it move more smoothly, ways we can make it better. This particular episode is coming to you hot on the heels of Phoenix Comic Con 2017, surely a show that will go down in history as one of the most eventful, if not locally, then nationwide, when it comes to Comic Cons. And if you're a regular listener of Second Traffic, you hear me plug my mini comic book series at the end of every episode, Amazing Arizona Comics, a superhero satire of Arizona news, history, and culture. I set up at Phoenix Comic Con every year in Artist's Alley, and I've been attending Comic Cons for about 17 years as both a fan and an exhibitor. So now that I've begun this podcast, this year, I realized that Comic-Cons are magnets for traffic, both of the vehicular and foot varieties. So I've decided to record an episode going into the summertime, traditionally Comic-Con season, an episode that will offer tips and tricks so you can avoid causing or getting stuck in traffic. Now, if you're not a nerd, if you don't go to Comic-Con, if you listen to this podcast simply because you're a driving enthusiast, well, then you can apply these tips, tricks, suggestions to any major event in your downtown area where the convention center is. It's also usually where your sports arena is, your big concert venue, what have you. Apply these rules if you're going to one of those events, and hopefully you too will avoid causing or getting stuck in traffic. For example, my first suggestion, if you're planning on driving to a major event like Comic-Con, don't drive. Don't drive. You can avoid traffic by not being in it Use public transportation. There's got to be a light rail, like there is here in Phoenix, or a city bus, a trolley, that'll take you darn close to the convention center. Why don't you utilize it? A lot of traffic is caused by people driving slowly in an unfamiliar area looking for parking. And in downtown Phoenix, around Comic-Con, you got a few options for parking. So folks are bargain shopping while driving, looking at sandwich boards, pulling up to parking garages, talking to the attendant, second-guessing the price, then leaving, causing traffic. Just take the light rail. If you don't live near where a light rail picks up, drive to where a light rail picks up. Park there for free! I've heard, 
I haven't seen it with my own two eyes, but I've heard that parking in downtown Phoenix at the height of Comic-Con, midday Friday or Saturday, reaches prices of 60 to $70. Practically a day's wages just to stash your car. Why wouldn't you park a quarter of a mile away for free at any one of the light rail stops? Drop five bucks for an all-day light rail pass and just cruise on in. I'm baffled. Genuinely confused when people choose to pay that kind of money for parking. And people must pay it because they charge it. Even a millionaire would look at that price like, what? So utilize public transportation, please. For your own sake, let alone the rest of us in traffic, I would even say that Uber, Lyft, a cab, or a carpool are viable options. Simply because those cars are driving in with purpose, dropping you off at the door and taking off. They're not driving slowly looking for parking. They frequent those downtown areas so they're familiar with the one-way streets. They know the beats of the city, they're in and out of there, for their own sake, as much as yours and mine. So think about it, that's all. My second suggestion, if you are going to drive in, and if you're traveling to a con from out of town, let's say you're not from Phoenix, but you're here, or let's say you're going to the big San Diego Comic Con next month, Schedule some time to case the joint. Drive in, not during peak event hours, and just get your lay of the land. Familiarize yourself with the one-way streets, with where the parking structures are. Comparison shop then, not at the expense of other drivers causing congestion around the event. Again, you're just doing yourself a favor. But I have, I'll admit, in my early days of going to conventions out of town, San Francisco, Portland, even the beautiful state of Maryland, just driving into the event area, sight unseen, thinking I'll figure it out as I go. It doesn't work that way. Just do a little recon. And of course, parking lots aren't going to have their prices posted during an off hour. But make a plan. Okay, I'll check out this lot. If that's a little pricey, then I'll go check out that lot. Am I willing to walk that distance to save five bucks? Ask yourself those questions before you go.
As an aside here, surely everybody's heard of what happened at Comic-Con this year, the crazy dude with the real guns and knives that tried to attack the actor that portrayed the Green Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. If you haven't heard about it, no, I didn't just make that up. Look it up. It happened. And the rest of the weekend was kind of plagued with these intense, increased security measures. You know, I noticed in the literature that went out about those measures, the press release, the Facebook statements, and so on, very little mention of vehicular traffic. Everything focused on the foot. The foot traffic. But you know, a crazy dude can use a car to hurt people, too. So I'm wondering why that wasn't a priority, perhaps because a significant amount of the street in front of the convention center was blocked off, but that traffic extends well beyond that area as folks are driving and then walking in to the convention center. If you get your lay of the land before you go, it's as much a security measure for yourself as checking out where the exits are when you walk into a crowded place like that. Familiarize yourself with the surroundings, with the territory, in and outside of the convention center, just as a precautionary measure for everyone's safety and comfort. That's all I'm saying. I don't think I'm asking too much. My third suggestion, okay, you're there. You've either taken a light rail or a bus, or you've parked and you're walking. You're walking, okay? Walk like you're driving a car. Let me explain what I'm saying. When you're driving a car, if you notice that, oh, my, my shoe's untied, you don't stop your car in the middle of the road and tie your shoe. It's unheard of. It's probably illegal. And if you did have an emergency where you had to stop, again, it's an emergency. You throw on your hazards and people understand that language of the road. But when you're walking in a steady flow of traffic, like in a crosswalk or in a busy Comic-Con aisle, and you just stop to adjust your cosplay, check your swag bag. Um, imagine you're a car in a road and everybody has to behind you. That's what happens all the time at a Comic-Con. I'm always walking behind the guy that does the pedestrian and sometimes you bump into him. That's a human rear-end accident. And it's as uncomfortable and inconvenient as if it were to happen in a car. If you need to stop, pull over. Step to the side of the aisle. Get to the sidewalk and step to the side. I mean, the flow of foot traffic is as tangible to see, is as obvious to measure 
has vehicular traffic. You see where the flow is. Where there's some empty space you could step aside and adjust yourself for whatever you need to do. Just walk like you would drive. You want to see something in Artist's Alley or at a convention? Pull over! Like people driving on a freeway and there's a roadside attraction. They don't just stop in the middle of the freeway. Moving 65, 75 miles an hour, they come to a dead stop. They pull over. My final suggestion is be as self-contained as possible. Now what do I mean by that? Well, if you're dressed in an elaborate cosplay, like let's say you're the thing from the Fantastic Four, or you're a TARDIS, just a big phone booth walking around, understand that you are taking up more space than usual. You may be violating others' personal space, and you're not quite aware of it. Because you've extended your person, see? It's the pedestrian equivalent of putting your elbow on somebody else's armrest. Most of the time... Nobody will say anything. You know, people are generally non-confrontational. Or they pick their battles. But every now and then you get that guy that's like, Hey man, that's my space. If that happens at Comic-Con, don't cause a fuss. Make a costume that you can retract if possible, if necessary, just to avoid that guy's wrath. Because for every one of him, there are a thousand people that accept you. So let the one guy have his ire. It's the same thing, moms, if you have a baby carriage, a stroller. You know you're just taking up more space than you would by yourself. You push that thing forward like it's a battering ram. Like you're the juggernaut. Somebody's gonna get hurt. And they're gonna get mad at you. Your answer is, hey, I got a baby here. Well, of course you do, but you gotta, the flow of traffic, my ankle, just be aware. Just be aware and courteous. You know, I drive a big truck. I have a Chevy Silverado. No sponsorship. I'm just saying. And when I park, I know that depending on the parking lot, my truck might fill a space and even possibly encroach on another space. I'm aware of that stuff. I try not to park where it will inconvenience somebody opening their car door. I am aware of those things as I drive. 
You know, sometimes when you're driving in like a a big diesel truck or like a cement truck or a trash truck or something, it's just driving without any care that they are completely taking up an entire lane and that at any moment they may swerve into yours. We've all experienced that on the road. Be aware of that as you walk at Comic-Con with your tail or your big staff. Whatever accessory you have is taking up somebody else's rightful personal space. They accept it. You should too. Don't take it for granted. It's kind of an extension of walk like you drive. But very specifically for folks that are driving a big rig. In this case, walking a big rig. Comic-Con is supposed to be an escape. For a lot of us, it's a vacation or a staycation. And being there, we don't want to think about the real world. Hey, there's Spider-Man, you know? Oh my God, it's the greatest American hero. Is that the sorceress from He-Man? While I'm asking myself those questions, I don't want to take your elbow to my ribs because you're not watching where you're going. I don't want to think about traffic. So attend Comic-Con with the same awareness and caution as you do every day when you drive. That will make the flow of the show easier and frankly more affordable for everybody. I mentioned Amazing Arizona Comics. You could find it on Instagram at AmazingAZComics. Please follow me there for updates on that mini-comic in this podcast. I also host a live local late-night talk show called Phoenix Tonight. You can find it on YouTube if you search for Phoenix Tonight. I hope you enjoyed this episode a little longer than most, but hopefully just as applicable the next time you're at a Comic-Con, sporting event, concert, some big thing in your downtown. Take these suggestions to heart and you will avoid causing or getting stuck in traffic. Do my thing is foolish.